You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. Well, I believe that God wants to speak to us now this morning. So, if we, what I'm going to speak to this morning is in Proverbs 8. So, if you take with me Proverbs 8. I'm going to read it from verse 32 to 34. Amen? Proverbs 8, from verse 32 to 34. And this is what the Word of God says. Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Don't know this it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doors way. Can you just close your eyes for a moment? Father, we come before you today. Lord, we believe that you have a word for us today, Lord. So Lord, I pray for your spirit to move in this place. I pray, Father, that you may speak to each one of us. Help us, Lord, to listen what you want to say today, today to us, Lord. And I pray, Father, pray for your anointing and, and your help this morning, Lord, to, to share this message and share what you want to say, Lord, to your church this morning. We trust in you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, we are uh, we are uh, studying the book of Proverbs, and uh, we have been seeing different subjects so far. And uh, um, and then a few weeks ago, Tyler said, "You you pray, you choose choose a proverb and see what God speaks." And and I believe I believe that this is God's message for His church today. So. I pray that we may be open and ready to listen what God wants to say to each one of us this morning. So, like I, I, I read before, we are in, uh, in uh, Proverbs 8. Now, if you look at Proverbs 8, the way that it starts, you see that it says, Does no wisdom call out? Does not understand the race of voice and a highest point along the way where the path meets, she takes a stand. So we see that in the, in the beginning of, uh, of this chapter, but it's even all through the book of Proverbs, we see the wisdom it described as a, a she, as an hair. It describes like, like as a, as a lady, you know? I don't know. Maybe this is the reason why Maybe women are supposed to be more wise than men. But I believe that what he's saying here is, is not that wisdom is an identity or is a person and is she, she's a she or, or, or an heir. But what we see here is that the wisdom is a personification of uh, of uh, uh, 
an attribute that is of God. It's like God is love. God is wisdom. Wisdom is part of God. Is, is what God is. Is an attribute of God. But we see that through all this book, there is a personification of, of this name. Because in fact, in the Hebrew, in the, in the Hebrew word of wisdom is grammatically feminine. So, so we see this, this, uh, when, when this personification occurs, we see the wisdom is cast as a lady. In fact, we can see that as we read through all the book, we see that wisdom, it was there before the creation. We see that the wisdom was, uh, as, was it in the side of God, uh, in, in creating all, all things. So again, it's not like a, an, an, another person that now we are discovering that was there with God. But actually, what he's saying is the wisdom was there with God. His wisdom was part of God. And, and, and the true wisdom, God created as well all things. It's true His wisdom that He created everything. Amen? But then we can see that uh, as we come to the, to the New Testament, we see that, for example, 1 Corinthians 1.30, it says, It is because of Him, speaking about God, it is because of Him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. So now it's describing that Jesus is the wisdom of God. And we know very well that Jesus is God. We believe in a God that is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are three in one. And, and Jesus is the wisdom of God. So here as well is, 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 is the wisdom of God is God himself. That is speaking to us through Solomon and through all the writers that wrote to the Proverbs. God is speaking to us through His amazing wisdom. Amen? Now, this morning, we are going to uh, see these three verses. Uh, we are not going through all the, the chapter 8. But we are going to see these three verses that I believe God put in my heart this morning. So... We read the verse 32 and says, Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. And the, we can see here that the God is saying, My children, listen to me. This is now, we can see this word listen over and over and over to all the book of Proverbs. I believe it is one of the words that is more said in the book of Proverbs. You, we can see all through the book. We, we will keep listening this word. Listen, listen, listen to me. Listen, listen. And now it says, speaking to us, speaking, say, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. And we can see that in keeping the ways of wisdom, in keeping the ways of God, there is a blessing. There is a blessing when we choose to walk in the way of wisdom. There is a blessing when we choose to walk in the way of God. But the thing is that many times, we choose to not listen. We don't listen. So when we don't listen, what happens is that we can go to the wrong way. And uh, 
We can see that in Proverbs 14, verse 12, there is this verse that says, There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. And we can read as well in Matthew 7, 13, 14, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that lead to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Now, unfortunately, many times we choose to do our own way. And because sometimes we do our own way, sometimes, you remember when Ruth, she was speaking about the heart. And what Ruth was saying, and what is written in the Bible, is that the heart is, guard your heart above all things, because the heart is, is the more deceitful thing in our, in our life. The heart is deceitful above all things. So it's very easy to deceive, to be deceived in our heart. It's very easy that we may look away and we may think, yeah, it seems a good way. It seems good. It looks, it looks like as we can read here. It looks big. It looks broad. It looks attractive. I'm going to walk through it. But not everything that is attractive, not everything that looks great, it looks good for your understanding is good for our life. And here, the, uh, God is warning us that this way appears to be right, but it's not right. It's not right. Because he, he leads to death. These gates, this broad is, 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 this road is broad and big. It looks nice, but it leads to destruction. And uh, I feel strong in my heart. I can see, I can see now in these last days that we are, you know, I believe we are more and more in the last days. And I can see a pressure from the world. I can see the spirit of the world trying more and more and more deceive the church of God. It's trying more and more and more to, to attract and seduce the church of God in getting, uh, in, in getting in things that they look nice, they look attractive, but actually they are going to lead us to death. You see, we can see that in Galatians, there is a, this, uh, Paul describes how there is a, there is a, a constant battle between the flesh and the spirit. And he says, live according to the spirit. Because it's going, if you live according to the spirit that is alive, but many times if we live according to our flesh and we live according to what this world is saying to us, you know, it leads us to, to death. The word is very clear, my brothers and sisters. It says the acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fit of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, functions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and their like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. It may seem a strong word, 
But this is what is the truth. It may look a good way. It may look attractive, uh, you know, in living in sexual immolarity or in living in impurity or in living in things that look attractive for our life, that look fine for our life. And we don't realize that that way is not going to bring us good. And I can see again, I can see the pressure, I can see the spirit of the world he, he, in, in, in these last days trying more and more to change this humanity, trying more and more to seduce and deceive his church. I see young people not getting married anymore. Marriage is going down. You know, there is more people that now are living together and living in a life of, of sin, living in a life of, of fornication and sexual immorality and not getting married. I see people that they are drawn by, by their own passions and by their own desires and they get in things that are no good in the eyes of God. I see people that they are thinking more and more in their career, in their life, and they forget about God. We can see more and more the spirit of the world trying to destroy the church of God. And this morning is a warning. This morning is a warning. And my heart is broken because I see more and more these things Getting more and more in the church. And the Lord says, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Keep my ways. Don't get in any of these ways. Don't get in any of the ways of this world. How beautiful they may look like. Because they will lead you to destruction. They will lead you to death. Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to me if it's not, no, no one can come to the Father if it's not through me. There is one way, there is one gate, there is no other ways, there is no other gates. There is just one way and that is walking through Jesus. That is walking according to Jesus. There is just one gate and that is Jesus. He said in another place in the Bible, say, I am the gate. I am the gate. I am the way to salvation. There is no other ways to get to, to salvation. The Bible says there is just one name that we can be saved in this world and that is the name of Jesus. That is the name of Jesus. So in this first point, God wants to speak to us and He wants to say which way are we walking? Which way are we walking? Are we walking properly in the way of God? Or we are walking according to our ways? Or we are called, we are walking in the way of what our flesh desires, or what our our desires, and we forget what the word of God says. We forget the God's words. Are you with me this morning? But then we carry on, and the verse thirty-two it says. 
the verse 33, he says, listen to my instruction and be wise. Don't not disregard it. And we can see that before this verse, we can see that this is what he says about, about wisdom. He says, uh, He says that it's more precious than silver and gold. Here we are. Choose, verse 10, in, in, in chapter 8, verse 10, he says, Choose my instruction instead of silver. Knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubens. And nothing you desire can compare with it. So there is here an encouragement. There is here a pleading from, from God's heart. Says, follow, follow my instructions. Follow my instructions. Follow my God's words. Because you see, sometimes we think, we think, we think that we can, we can follow something they says in these words. And then other things, it's okay. It's okay. God will understand. We just follow something on this word. And then other things we do our own way. But when God says to follow my instructions. He say follow my words. Jesus said those who love me. Those who really love me. Will follow my teaching. Those who really love me. There is not just a part that we can take in this Bible. We need to follow everything that He says. Everything that He says. Because He made you in the, in, in the, in 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17, He says, all scriptures is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. So that the servant of God may be truly equipped for every good work. All scripture, all scripture doesn't say just a part of it. It doesn't say just one, one book. It says all scriptures. God is, this is the brief of God. It's not a book like the others. People may think it's a book like the others. This is not a book like the others. This is a, a book that is alive. It's alive. And when you hear these words, God is God speaking to you. When we hear it this morning, we are hearing this word. Is God speaking to us? Is God speaking to His church? Encouraging and warning against, follow my instructions. Be wise. Be wise. Don't, don't forget it. Don't pull it apart. But follow it. Follow it. Jesus said, speaking to the people that were listening to him, he replied and said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Blessed are rather those who hear the word of God and obey it. There is a blessing when we hear the word of God and we put into practice, there is a blessing when we hear the word of God and we obey. 
And when we choose to don't follow the instructions of God, that is where we make wrong. That is where, where we, may mess, we, we may mess up. That is where we, 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 we go in a wrong way. And unfortunately, when we don't listen God's instructions for our life, when we don't live according to the word of God, many times we pay the consequences for our own mistakes. This is why God over and over again is warning His church. And I feel, I feel strong this warning for us this morning. I feel this warning for His church today. Because more and more I see church around the world getting deceived. Getting compromised. I'm not going to compromise. Are you? I'm not going to compromise. I want to live in the truth. I want to live in the truth. I may be persecuted. This is what all the, the, the early church went through. They were persecuted. Over and over again. Because they were preaching the truth. They were saying things as they are. Without making in a different way. They were persecuted. But the church was growing. And the power of God was there. The power of God was moving. God is saying to us, listen to my instructions. Be wise. And follow it. Follow it. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Thank you, Lord. And then we, lo- we go... In verse 34. In verse 34 it says. Blessed again. Blessed. Listen. Blessed are those who listen to me. Blessed are those who listen to me. There is a blessing. There is a blessing. Blessed are those who listen to me. Watching daily at my doors. Waiting at my doorway. You see, sometimes we go and look in wrong places. We go and look in wrong places. And this is, uh, again, is connected with what uh, I've been saying over and over this morning. But this, many times we go and watch, we go and look for something that we need in our life. And I remember when I was younger, there was something missing in my life. There was something missing in my heart. And I was watching, I was looking for something to feel what it was missing in my life. And I tell you this morning, there is nothing that can fill that void in this world. There is nothing. There is nothing. I tried drugs, I tried alcohol, I tried women, I tried, I tried to try everything that I could try. I tried to, to, to go for a career, I tried to work, I tried everything. But still something was missing in my life. Until I found Jesus. He changed my life. He's true, he's real, he's alive. He changed my life. 
I didn't need to look in these places anymore. Because I found what was missing in my life. He was Jesus. He is the one. He's the one that died on the cross for me. He's the one that took my place. He's the one that understands every day what I go through. He's the one that understands the temptations because he went through all the temptations. He understands what it means to be, to be, uh, to be persecuted, to be uh, beaten, to be rejected. He understands it. He understands it. This is why he's there. This is why he's always there close to us. He's the one that understands it. He's the one that you are, that, that what you're looking for this morning. He's the one, he's the one that you need. It's not all the things. All the other things, it's, it's, it will lead you to wrong, wrong way. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. We need Jesus this morning. We need Jesus this morning. And the writer in Hebrews says, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecting, perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning his shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Don't look all the places. Don't look around. Don't look in your left. Don't look in your right. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. He's watching daily at my doors. Can you imagine that? Being there at his door and, and watching daily. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. I forget every time that you are there. <laughs> are you alright over there? Yeah. Hallelujah. Still getting used. <laughs> but he's the one that we need. And he's the one that we need to fix our eyes. There's so many things in this life. So many pressure, like I said before. So many pressure all around us. So many evil. So many deception. So many seducing. Things that Jesus said, fix your eyes on me. Fix your eyes on me. I am the one that you need. I am the way. I am the way. But then I want to just conclude with a story that is really dear to my heart. And God spoke to me and I pray that all through what I'm speaking, God is speaking to you this morning. But listen. The Bible says, waiting at my doorway. Waiting at my doorway. And I, and the best story that I feel, I felt to, to read this morning is, is this, that we describe of someone just really waiting at the doorway. And that is the story of Mar Mary and Martha. And we read in Luke 10, verse 38, 40, he says, as Jesus his disciples were on their way. He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her door to him. She had a sister called Mary. Now listen. Listen. She had this sister called Mary. 
And this is what now it says. Who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparation that had to be made. And I feel this morning God want to speak to us. And he says, wait, wait on me, sit at my feet. You see, Mary, she went there. And when Jesus came in the house of Martha and Mary, we see that the Mary, she went to sit at the feet of Jesus, listening what he was saying, waiting on him. But Martha was distracted. And many times we can get distracted. We can get distracted for so many things that we forget to listen what God is saying to us, what God is saying to you. We get so distracted doing things and preparing this and leading this ministry and doing stuff and family and friends and all the things that you need to do. And you are so busy, so busy, so distracted. And the Lord challenged me. This is a word that God spoke to me first. You are too busy. Too busy. I want you to sit on my feet. And listen. Listen. Every time we just go there and speak. 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 We like to speak to the Lord. And it's fine. He's there to listen. He loves to listen to our prayers. The Bible says He knows even before we ask what we need. But the thing is, He wants as well sometimes to be there and just sit down. Say, Lord, what are you saying? What are you saying? Oh, what are you saying? What are you saying to me? I want to be a Mary. Sitting there on the feet of Jesus. And listening what he has to say. Because what he has to say is much better. It's much better. How is going your life? Are you too busy? Are you too distracted? The Lord wants to speak to you this morning. Because when we leave God's presence, when we get so distracted in so many other things, and we forget to be in that fellowship, we forget to be there in His presence, that is where all the pressure comes. We feel tired. We feel all the pressure on us. We cannot see where we are going. We cannot see the direction that God is telling us to go. And this is a word for all this church. My children, I want you to sit down and listen to me. Listen to me. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.